Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sidney, Alex Toledo, and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome to Floors Yours, an extension of Five on the Floor here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure to check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell it out. That is Alphonse Sidney. F-I-V-E ReasonSports.com. I've got Alex Toledo today. We've got Adam Bore in for Greg Sylvander. Adam from Clutch, Clutch NBA 5R. So it'll be the four of us today. Today's episode is brought to you by prizepicks.com. Make sure you check out prizepicks.com for all your daily fantasy needs. It's a lot more fun than the other ones. You basically pick whether or not players are going to go over or under their fantasy projections. You can pick them from different teams. They don't have to be from the same team. Um, and you just be, you put two together, you can put up to four together, you can win more and more money. So if you want to make the Thursday night games interesting, and tonight's game uh, with Green Bay and San Francisco, a lot of injuries in that one, uh, make sure that you check out prizepicks.com. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E, the code 5 will get you double your initial deposit. All right, as I mentioned, I got Alex, I got Adam, I've got Alf, um, we may or may not be announcing election results on here. We definitely will be speaking about Adam's tweet today. So this is where we're going to start. We, of course, will take your comments and respond to them. But, Adam, uh, tell us what you tweeted today from the Clutch account. Yeah, so basically what I tweeted is what we all knew coming into the 2021 offseason, what we knew coming into 2020. The Heat have some guys that – are willing to pay, play for them. They are willing to even take a bit of a discount to play for them. Um, they have they have guys um, through trade, through free agency. Uh, I know that from what I've heard that there are some guys that don't like the situation that they're in through trade, and they want out. You know, like they've they've went through the back channels. They talked to some of the friends on the on the Heat. Um, they want out and through free agency, there are some guys that are pretty obvious guys that we all know. And then guys who've been waiting to play for the heat for a few years. 
Uh, just an example, Jay Crowder was one of those guys. Yeah. He's been waiting to play for the Heat for three, four years. Uh, I knew that. Uh, a lot of people actually knew that. And then finally he got his chance. He got traded to the Heat. And it looks like he's going to stay with the Heat. But we'll see. Uh, so there's a few more of those guys that I know for a fact are free agents this summer. And they're waiting for that call. All right, so let's get to it because we, we've been very focused the past few days on a couple of players, right? The Giannis thing that came out from Ashley Nicole Moss, uh, where he – and we discussed this, uh, Alf, I mean, excuse me, Alex and I and Greg did on five on the floor about the idea that he would sign an extension in Miami. He might not sign one in Golden State. He has a place here. We've talked a lot about Drew Holiday, who was uh, – like Stan got there, and he was immediately put on the market apparently. So there, we, we've talked a lot about whether – uh, Drew's timeline matched up with the timeline of the other players, and apparently Griffin is, and, and Stan have decided that they don't. Um, but it sounds to me, Adam, and I want to go to Alex and Alf on this, it sounds to me like we're opening the cupboard here a little bit wider, right? Because we've been on a very narrow group of players. We've talked about guys like Abaka, Millsap, Gallinari, this free agency. We've talked about Oladipo. We've talked about, like I said, Holiday. I, I mean, I'll go to you again one more time, Adam. Uh, can you give us any hints? Like, is there, is there, is, is there, is there, can, can you give us one name maybe? I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. So it's not out of the question that the heat package Kelly and Iggy and get rid of those contracts this summer. Oh, well, not okay. to open up space because if they open up space, they have 55 million this summer and they're mid-level. So you're saying they could go now. Basically, they, this could, is what we, they could go now. Yeah, we have not talked about this type of scenario <laughs> at all. This is kind of like blowing my mind right now. So you think that they could do that to open up cap space, presumably because somebody wants to come here, somebody worth that cap space. I mean, the smile you got in your faces is telling me a lot right now. It's saying more and, than and, the words. And I know for a fact. All right. Well, I'll say this. They can easily <laughs> they can easily We're make get a it trade. Out of here. <laughs> they can easily make a trade with the Spurs very easily. Very. Oh. Easy. All right. For who? For which of the two of them? Aldridge uh, or DeRozan? That or that's both. up to your imagination. Or, I mean, or, or, or if, both. Or if both. you're trading both of those guys, it sounds like you're trying to create a lot. I mean, it could be for one, but it sounds like, especially with the you know the cap that they already got, <laughs> doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility that he trades for both DeRozan and Aldridge, which would just set Heat Twitter ablaze and like. <laughs> I mean, I would go that down crazy. the middle. It would be though, okay, maybe not, but it would be more down the middle than the election right now. It would be that close as far as you know, pulling that to the public. I mean, and do then, you do that for DeRozan? Uh, you do it for the other guy. Okay, so I, all right. Okay, so basically, I mean, the history. Look, of we're we're getting it out of Adam by by I smiles mean, I mean, and I mean, head that, nods. I mean, that, that didn't take anything. Like it's like when my daughter comes here and is trying to get like stuff out of me on the surprise well, it might be or something. Well, and, don't trash like, talk I, him if you still got like another half hour of show to do. I, I, and and I give it away right away. All right, let let's talk about Lamarcus Aldridge then, because obviously this is one of the directions this is going. Um, I talked to Lamarcus uh, in Vegas like three four years ago uh, at the Olympic camp after Pat had sat him down to try to get him to take the mid-level exception for one year uh, when obviously he could have gotten a lot more money and it seemed like he was blown away by Riley. We've talked a little bit about the fit with LaMarcus here. Let's address it again, Alex. Uh, the fit, yeah, right, exactly. No, you want to play poker with Adam. <laughs> yeah, you want to play poker with Adam. Um, let's talk about fit. Aldridge next to Bam. Refresh my memory on what you think of that. 
Uh, I mean, it's not the cleanest fit in the world, especially when you're just talking about other veterans that we talked about, you know, but I think it's just a different level of player that you're looking at. I think you're looking at him as somebody who can be, you know, like I think he keeps their floor at a high place in the sense that they don't need, you know, the most from Jimmy and Bam every night, especially if you're keeping the core intact. I feel like adding a guy like Aldridge just kind of takes the pressure off a lot of guys to, you know, score every night. And I think on top of that, it gives you another big that you can, you know, play reliably when Bam isn't on the floor. I think you can play them together for stretches. Uh, I think, you know, maybe you don't close with all five. I think that would be an interesting situation to see if Spo would still close with all five, considering how much he's like going to, you know, switch heavy defenses. Uh, but I mean, Aldridge <laughs> would be a, a weird fit, man. But if you could get it at that price, I mean, I think you really got to consider it. Alf, what do you think of it? I mean, I know you've heard of LaMarcus Aldridge, unlike uh, Mr. Wood in Detroit. Yeah, no, no, I've heard of LaMarcus Aldridge before. Um, well, just a little bit. Um, you know, I, 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 I would like to see how he played last year. I think he was all right. He was um, fine. He was yeah, fine. and I think um, next to Bam, he, he has very well. Yeah, and I mean, his game, we always thought his game would age, right? Uh, because he has just he he's had an old man game since he was a rookie, right? Well, like, well, 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 Alf. Actually, in some ways, I mean, there are some similarities between him and Bosch. He's not the defender that Bosch is, but it is the same thing you talked about with Bosch. He could shoot from the perimeter. He was smart. He was in the right place. You could play through him at times if you needed to. Like he is the closest facsimile to what they wanted Chris to become later in his in his career. Well, what I would love to see from him, and if anybody can get him to do it, it'd be the Miami Heat. Step back a couple feet and start shooting more threes. I know he started shooting a little bit more, but not really like he needs to be shooting at the, um, at a Kelly Olenek, uh, you, you know, not, maybe not a Jay Crowder clip, but he's, <laughs> he needs to be shooting those threes at a decent clip. And if you can make those 18 footers and boss showed us, right. If mm-hmm. you step back a few feet, you just, the shot doesn't really change. You can still, you know, the guys who shoot can shoot. Right. Um, so, if he could do that, add that to his game where he's a threat from the three-point line, it would open up a lot for the for the Heat. And the fact that he could also just create his own shot, unlike guys like, let's say, Kelly Olenek or Myers Leonard, uh, even a Jay Crowder doesn't create his own shot. Like, it becomes a completely different ball game next to Bam. Um, and just it's another threat out there, a threat that they just don't have. Another the guy other- at the end of the clock, too. Yes. 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 And and the other thing about it is we talk about a little slow footed defensively and stuff. He's never been an elite shot blocker, but, but really, I mean, he's talking slow footed. I mean, Bam played next to Myers Leonard for 50 plus games as a starter. That's the comparison right there. They would go right back to the drop then. And I mean, I think honestly, that's the question right there. And I know we haven't really talked about it in this way much when you frame it like this, do you believe that the heat would be willing to go with the full season of Crowder starting at the four? Uh, David Ramil locked on. He had me on today. He kind of had that question. He he predicted that Crowder would walk, thinking that the Heat basically would go, would like to go big, mm-hmm. in the sense of not starting Crowder at the four again, and that you know Crowder would probably get paid somewhere else as far as getting a a, a multi year deal. But I think that that question is actually kind of relevant towards all of this because I think if they are willing to go back to playing a big next to Bam, they are willing to go back to the drop, which they were successful in. Mm-hmm. I think they're at their best when they're switching and like that, but. 
throughout the regular season, it would just make a lot of sense to have them both starting together. I think Aldridge is a solid positional defender when you're playing in there next to Jimmy and Bam. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he'll be fine. I think even if he's not taking the threes, like, have, if he if he does take like, – he's probably going to get a lot of good looks from 18 feet, 16 feet, which is his sweet spot. Like, I'm, I'm good with him taking all of those. Like, you're good with guys taking the mid-range shots if they're elite at it. No, no, no. Just, the answer is uh, no to that last no, comment. No, yes, yeah, yeah, the first question. Uh, no to the no, second yeah, one. Yeah, Alex. Uh, no, no, Alex and I have been back and forth yeah. on this all day. That's a sensitive subject. Um, but don't ever ask me that again. No, don't, don't. Like, don't, I'm no, but no, do you no, do you, do you do you consider that really a big lineup? I mean, size wise, but that that ain't Myers Leonard when you talk about Marcus. No, but it's big. He's a good rebounder. Great, yeah, I would agree. He's a very good rebounder. He's a good rebounder. It's big for the modern NBA. I mean, it's not it's not big in traditional sense. But but Adam, what's interesting to me about this is there's a little bit of a with all these players are going to want to come here. There's going to be some decisions that Spolster and Riley have to make together, and the reality is that Eric and Pat see the game a little bit differently still, like. Pat always ends up getting the guy he was infatuated with his entire, like the player's entire career. He always ends up getting him eventually. He was, he was infatuated with Gary Payton. He got him eventually. Like you look down the list of players that he's always wanted. He always gets them. Aldridge is on that list, right? Yeah, exactly. Thank you for that. Uh, Aldridge was on that list. Okay. Um, but Spolstra, it would seem to me, would want to still stay smaller. Right, I mean, it would be Pat who would want to add someone like Aldridge more than maybe Spo would, wouldn't he? But I mean, I do think the what, idea what? of going—I'm sorry about that. I was just saying the idea of going big, like I think it makes sense for Aldridge. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense for Bam too to take the pressure off him. Go ahead, Adam. Well, here's the way I think we're at the point now where you have two different lineups: you have your playoff lineup and you have your regular season lineup. Mm -hmm. You can't afford to waste a spot on a guy like Myers Leonard who isn't going to play in the playoffs. So you need somebody who you can pl play both in the regular season and both in the playoffs, mm. and you can find ways to be successful with him. Marcus Aldridge with the Spurs the last few years, he's been playing center. Yeah. You know, so it's it's not unknown to him to play center. Mm. You know, So when Bam sits out, he can get in that center position in the playoffs and play and give Bam a breather. So there's ways to work LaMarcus Aldridge onto the court, whereas a guy like Myers – it doesn't work. I talked to you, Alex, about this a little earlier. There are players, when you when you have a Myers-Leonard type of player, you cannot get anyone slower and someone taller and, and more flat-footed than him, right, to play with Bam. You need to get smaller um, to play with Bam. So anything above Myers-Leonard in terms of, you know, flat-footed, it's a net negative regardless, regular season, playoffs, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So you need to find somebody who can fit offensively and not be a liability defensively in order for it to work. No, that makes sense. All right, so we talk about him. Uh, obviously, he didn't talk as much about DeRozan there. When we talk, Pat's always talked about that it's got to be guys who want to come here. Um, so let's – look, we're, gonna, we're probably going to press you a little bit more, but the three of us will debate this a little uh, while you're sitting there. Uh, who, who, who do you guys think would want to be traded from their current situation other than the obvious ones? I mean, we've talked Beal, but it doesn't seem like he wants to be traded. I don't think he yet. even wants to be traded. I think no. Drew Holiday uh, probably uh, wants to get out of New Orleans. He wants to go win, uh, play with a team that kind of matches his personality. Um, I would think – Watch the other holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I, we talk, we've uh, talked about him a little bit. We've talked about him a little bit. I think he's a good – I mean, Alex, you like him too, right? I mean, that's he's a good fit here. Joel I mean, Embiid, that's somebody. 
I don't know about that guy. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he fits. Well, I'm just saying, does you know, it, with with the the new regi- regime in Philadelphia, are they going to look at that roster and say we need to move Ben or Joel? But if you're going to move, if you're going to move, move Joel, you're not moving him for something here. Right? I don't from think. from what you're it trying looks to say like, that Kelly Olynyk and Iggy isn't enough to get Joel. I, I don't think so because that's not from, what he Twitter says. <laughs> from what it looks like, Daryl Morey likes. Uh, Joel, yeah, and just from his tweets, just from his interactions. So if he's gonna move somebody, he's gonna move Ben, right? And, uh, what, ben what, doesn't fit here, I don't think. What, what what do you what do you think of the possibility? Do we talk about this on one of the pods? Uh, the possibility of trading Ben as the piece to try to get Giannis. Oh my God! I mean, that, was it you, Ethan, that said uh, at the end of the pod last time that you wanted to flip one for Hardy, flip the other one for Giannis? Yeah, right, and then you put the two of them together because they get along so well. I thought I that mean, would be great. Honestly, that is just some ridiculous. Like you could do it. You could absolutely do it. Those two trades I mean, are very possible. That is the closest thing that we can come to to conspiracy theories when we come to NBA trade discourse. <laughs> Getting you know Maury trading those guys for Harden and Giannis. I mean that would be ridiculous. No, but I but the Bucks don't trade Giannis for anything, right? Ah. Uh, I, are you saying no? I don't know, man. I, that, I, mean, I, th- I, I, I think the first move is to get the guy to play with him. I think you try to get Chris. We, a, Alex has talked about Chris Paul. We talked about Drew. Those two make the most sense to me. You try to get one of those two guys, and you basically you roll the dice with him. You try to keep him that way, and then if you don't, then you know if it doesn't work at midseason, you trade him, I guess. Or you or, don't trade generational players. It just doesn't happen. Um, I mean, the Lakers did it, but they had a younger generational player. Like, you don't – That's I just feel like this, d- trades like that, especially midseason, don't happen. Like, that front office will never be able to live it down. The only thing I could think of is a lot of the rumors we're hearing about Giannis, is that being leaked by the Bucks front office to turn the fan base against him so no. they don't look as bad? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? But I don't think that Bucks front office could ever live down trading Giannis unless it was, like, for – Kawhi and LeBron, you know what I mean? Well, like, well I, I, unless he comes out and says he doesn't want to be there anymore. If that's the case, and they then, still, then you they still, can't they get still away can't, with it. you still they, don't trade him. I no, you no, still don't. you're crazy. You're you crazy. don't trade him. They at, the writing was on the wall when LeBron was leaving two years ago. It was yeah. everywhere. Everyone knew it, and they didn't trade him because mm-hmm. when you have a chance at a championship, you don't you don't get rid of him. I mean, yeah. I know what you're saying. I agree with it in theory, but if you're talking about Giannis saying, I mean, I'm not going to resign. I get um, it. I, I mean, you know how much stuff really, you can get for him? <laughs> I, I get that, but the list is really short when talking about guys who won an MVP and were traded. It's Kareem and it's mm-hmm. Will. Right. That's it. No, I, I that get it. That's a fantastic I, point. I, I get it. But Adam go, should come on more. Well, maybe. Yeah, we don't need Instead that. of me. I, like, I don't have the time. Well, I don't actually, even know the players you guys are talking about. Actually, actually, you know what? That's right. We'll slide Greg in back for you next time. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say replace you exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't say he replace late. He has, like, information. Like, half yeah. the time... I'm Alex Brady. starts talking I'm, about Spain pick and roll. I have no idea what he's saying. I'm bringing I'm bringing Brady on for all three next time anyway. There well, we no, he's he's busy writing four stories right now that I don't even know about until they appear. Um, um the minimum wage just got increased in uh, Florida, so you're gonna uh-huh. have to start paying Brady. That's a good thing he's not on salary. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Independent contractor. <laughs> That's right. Oh my God! Don't say that word for me. He's like a he's, uh, a, yeah. he's like a Lyft driver, like Alex. Yeah, that's uh, a rough side. Well, I will say this, Alex. My Lyft stock went up this week, so I, I'm sorry. Oh my God! We should put a, a we should put a like, t- 
twisting the knife like jesus i mean Christ, I, it's still it's still way down i'll say that oh, sorry i apologize oh my god yeah greg greg got replaced that's it he's done all right so so I, no wait wait honestly for i have an idea for brady's articles because i i, I want to derail the show because that's what i do um there should be like a, a link to like tip him for the article. I agree. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually think a GoFundMe is appropriate. That's, that should get, be there for everybody. How about that? Get Brady out of captivity. I, I, I would start writing again if we had links for tips. I would start writing. <laughs> that, when I realized I can get more money just by saying the words out loud instead of writing them down and having to really think. Like I was like, what the? What's, yeah, what's, why am I writing anymore? What's the point of writing? I could just yeah, talk man. to Ethan on the phone and boom, keep it down, keep your voice down. I I, uh, <laughs> I I I wrote for twenty two years and I finally realized that. All right, Adam, Adam, give us another tease. Give us somebody else. It's got to be better than better than one of the other holidays. Okay. Uh, I got the list. Right, go ahead. I won't say anything, but I got the list. <laughs> All right, we'll do some more guesswork here. We've talked about the Aaron Fox. Is he on the list? Yeah, he's on the list. He's oh. on the list. That's that's more of like a that's more of a long term thing. You know, we've talked about Mitchell being a long term fit, like a long term guy. That's another one of those long term. I mean, if Fox signs his max contract extension next week, that's it. You know, right, right. But uh, but after that, you know. All right. Well, let's look at some other bad. Let's look at some other not bad teams, but teams. Paul that George, not, not necessarily in the mix. Paul Paul George, Devin Booker. No. Kawhi Leonard. Blink twice if you if if, if. <laughs> LeBron James. There's there's more there's more of the free agents than uh All right. more of the smaller Le- free agents that you wouldn't think of. More guys that are situational, rotational guys that Gallinari? would help out. Uh, well, Gallinari well, is a little better than that. He's yeah, Gallinari is a bigger piece. Uh, uh, all right, and Ibaka is a little better than that, too. We've right. talked about Millsap. Uh, Millsap is on – I would assume Millsap would be interested in Miami, right? Like, that makes sense? He He's the one – yeah, he's interested, yeah. Okay, so we've discussed that a little he's bit. Interested. We, we've discussed the fact that the Heat might be interested in splitting their mid-level between Wes Matthews, who I know is torn because Jimmy's tugging on him. But at right. the same t- at the same time, he really likes the situation in Milwaukee. Um, Millsap, and- there's no need to tug. Right, he it's wants like, to come. Right. He wants to come. I, well, okay. So if you're, okay. this, is, this creates so- this creates interesting discussions because, I mean, the Heat are going to be sitting here with this line of people, and it's going to be like, well, how long are you going to wait for me? Like, right, how- that's the point. Like the Heat, the Heat have to tell them, okay, you're good. We're we're going to spend our money on you, and they have to. They have to answer that question. Is it worth spending our money on this guy when we have another option available? Let's say we can, you know, combine Kelly and Iggy and get someone else, whether through trade or open up that money with the cap space Mm -hmm. and get someone big. The way I've been thinking about it, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the way I've been thinking about it is the 20th pick, I do not see them staying in Miami for longer than two years at all. Regardless not, of the it situation. Might, it might not be two two weeks. I, mean, I was about to say two days, two hours. <laughs> I, think, I think maybe one year tops. Right. Because they need the money. If it boils down to it, they need that three million to come off the books regardless. If they have they have big aspirations. So let me ask you this question. If you were if you had an option of basically giving up some flexibility by moving and you know, an opportunity by moving the Iguid. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And Olenek contracts. And plus, you're giving up two rotation players. I mean, they were, you know, Olenek was back into the rotation by the end, but but Iggy played. Um, you're giving up two rotation players. You're freeing up the money to get a guy like Aldridge as opposed to just saying, okay, Paul, we're going to give you part, part, part of our part or most of our mid-level, which do you do? Is Aldridge that much better than Millsap at this stage? Because at one point they were both all-stars, but I think LaMarcus has aged better than Paul has. Okay, but at, at this stage, which is the better option? You give up flexibility to get somebody like Aldridge, or you just say, okay, here, Paul, here's $6 million. Come here for a year. I, th- I think you do the Aldridge, and you use the mid-level on someone else that wants to come. So okay. you don't split Who else on wants Just friends of Jimmy. Friends of Jimmy. That's friends what it is. Jimmy, huh? like, West Matthew? Jimmy's I mean, friends, can... Bam's friends. It's just those but, guys. But Jimmy's friends and Bam's friends are a little different, though. Bam, and the thing Bam. is, Jimmy Jimmy doesn't have a lot of friends, so it's not hard to... Well, okay. <laughs> I mean... All right. All right. All right. Kyle Lowry. Let's talk about Kyle Lowry. Because that's, that's Jimmy's best friend, or one of them. Okay? Is there... Do, do you think Masai moves off of him? I mean, are you going to pay your backcourt fifty million dollars next season? Like that—that that sounds more like uh, the Raptors started 
you know, five and 15 and Kyle says, okay, time to go. That's that kind of happening. I don't think that's happening. happening. Unless, unless Van Fleet gets something like Tyler Johnson ish. Well, he might, you know what I mean? Well, he might. He might. I mean, Detroit, the Knicks, Atlanta, there's a lot of – I'm not Atlanta. He doesn't really fit there. But Detroit, the Knicks, there's a lot of bad teams. I think the Hawks are going to spend like – DJJ is going to have a lot of fun on the Hawks. Yep. So much fun. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that's – It would make sense for the Hawks, actually. You think so? So much fun. He could be the guy who guards point guards. instead. I mean, Trey Young might be the worst defender in the league. Uh, He is the worst defender. He's one of the worst defenders I've ever seen in my life. Aren't you too small, though, Alex, in the backcourt with those two? No, not if you have Capella over there. I mean, I think he's just going to be – like with that type of offense where you have those two playmakers with Capella on the roll. I mean, they've got young, like kind of 3-and-D mold Collins, role players there. I Reddish, think, like, Yeah, and Collins too. Yeah, I think Reddish showed a lot in the second half of the season. Like I think you can kind of just go there with Equa. I think that's not a bad idea. And that kind of just puts the pressure on uh, – it'll be smart of Van Vliet's agents to use Atlanta for sure because that's actually an attractive situation, unlike Detroit or New York. Yeah. But – uh. I think Atlanta's a playoff team this year with one addition, actually. Yeah, you said that last year. Remember, was it you that said that? No, I did. I I did. I liked them last year, but then, yeah. But I I, I think think they're a playoff team. I'm there with you. Yeah. I think they're better than Orlando. I mean, with with one addition because Orlando's not even going to have Isaac the whole season. So It's got like $50 in cap space this summer. Right. Oh, Atlanta does. Yeah, no, Atlanta was first in cap space. Yeah, yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, let, what about Orlando? Is there anybody on Orlando? I mean, uh, is Vucevic, what, what's their deal with Vucevic? Does he fit on the heat? We haven't talked about him at all. You're nodding. Okay, so there we go. I, see, uh, I'm so damn good at this. Oh, I don't know how, like, here's the thing. Barry, Barry Jackson, with his long article that he posted just a few hours ago with half of the names that I'm talking about and I'm thinking about, and then you just – randomly with Vucevic come out there out of nowhere. There's like 500 different guys in the league and you come up with Vucevic. I'm good. I'm good. Oh. And, and, and they like, they like players that, I mean, he's destroyed them for he, years. <laughs> I, mean, I, I remember, I think they tried getting him a few years they ago. Did. Had that, they did. They had that bargain born. deal. They did. All right. I mean, that would be so. an interesting. That is, a trem- both- that is a tremendous fit next to Bam. I'm sorry. You think so? So how would oh, you? Oh yeah, that's that's. Uh, if they start I mean, together, where do you put each of them on the floor? Like, like each of them on on, on each side of the, of like the high post. <laughs> I mean, you know how they both run office through. You run office through both of them from the high post. So I think. Oh, you're talking about offensively. You're talking yeah. about offensively. I, I mean, defensively, like, we listen. know they would just go right back to the drop, and it would be Vucevic at the five, Bam at the four. Yeah, I'm I'm like so much slower. Man. I think you get so much slower though. Uh, and it almost tamp or like it hampers Duncan and Tyler's effect a little bit because you know what's coming. Uh, they're not as fast. They're not as switchable. I think right. with Vooch and Bam, but it's it's worth thinking about. I mean, po- I mean, I I think Vooch uh, can do enough from the perimeter and mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. kind of make space for Bam, and He's they were Jokic. running, and that offense was running tremendously with Myers out there, and Vooch is a much better Myers. I mean, like. So to me, it's just like it's just a complete upgrade. I think that actually does a lot for Duncan. Yeah. Uh, you put you put Vooch on one side of the court and Duncan on the other, you know, and then Bam in the middle. Like, where are you going? And then you still have Jimmy Butler out there. By the by the way, just right. you know, just, just well, but, what, what, but one of the reasons I like it too and West Matthews it, running point. Uh, well, you can stagger. Oh, if Vucevic uh, is making money till twenty twenty three, like somebody's saying here. That's a different story. Well, you can. And well, now, and now Leif is saying the same thing. 
Yeah, well, that, that, that is an issue. But I, one of the things I like about it from a playing fit is you can stagger him and Bam, and you can run offense through Vooch uh, with a bench unit, and, and, you'd, have, and you'd have enough. So I, I kind of like that. That would be an awesome bench, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, you put him out there with Goron. And him and Goron are like boys, too, aren't they? That's, that's the yeah. thing. That's yeah. why. Oh, there, there we go. Yeah. It's oh, he's, wait, he's signed through 2023? I don't, I don't like that I like that ideology, he, though. The fact that just because somebody signed through a certain true. year, that means they're obsolete in terms of being able could, to be traded. You could trade yeah. Vooch. But you no, can, but be, it's just the injury risk. Conversation. Yeah, it's, it's the injury risk, plus it, just knowing that you have somebody else to just kind of worry about if you're going to go after Giannis. But I honestly think like that's not even really that big of an issue anymore, and I think – that's kind of why you're saying that too. We know, and Leif has kind of implied that as well, that they have a lot of ways that they can kind of create space, whether now mm-hmm. or next year. Like they just, especially Ethan, because does, they have so many positive assets. Like they have so many ways that they can go about doing whatever they want to do. Ethan, what does Pat say? You put it on a shirt. Uh, there are obstacles, but there are none. Exactly. I, well, 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 but that's. I mean, I mean, there are obstacles, but there's Andy. I, I think that's really what the shirt should have said. I mean, I, I really think that's it. I think, I think that they always think. Okay, we can ma- we want to preserve the space, but if we don't, okay, there's two other moves we'll have to make to get the space later. I mean, everybody forgets that to, you know, even though they planned out, you know, from 2008 to 2010 and kind of sacrificed some of Dwayne's prime to k- keep that space, they did go after Lamar Odom during that period of time. Okay, Lamar just didn't take the money, all right? Or else they would have had to do something else and they still had to dump Beasley at the last second. They had to find a taker for Beasley to free up the space to be able to bring in uh, LeBron and Bosch. And, well, of course, but they got him back. LeBron and Bosch, and they ultimately had to uh, tinker with the Miller and Haslam contracts, okay, to make it work. So they'll make it work afterwards if they have to. So I'm with you, Adam. I, I think we've kind of oversold this idea that, like, okay, the space can't be touched. I mean, they'd rather it's not, but if they build a really strong team in the meantime, as close as they feel they are, you know, I also talked to somebody inside the Heat this week. They're really concerned about Brooklyn. Um, they, they realize there's another contender that's been established, and they, they the Nets have a ton of flexibility to do a lot of different things because they have so many guards that they can play with, trade, whatever. They just so, have a lot of talent flat out. Too. They have a lot. They have a lot of talent. So, so it's you know everything. I mean, I, the Heat's run cannot be a fluke, and they still might not get anywhere near as far because the East, Boston's going to be better, Brooklyn's going to be better. Um, some of the bottom end teams in the East, uh, in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta's gonna, I mean, there's going to be a couple that are going to be better, but, and, and you know, Indiana's going to fall back. Toronto, I don't know if it would be as good, but Milwaukee may add a significant piece. So it, it, it's going to get tougher up at the top of the East anyway. All right, so I, I just mentioned one of Tom. What are some of the other ones that Barry mentioned? Because I didn't read Barry today. I, I read the long thing he wrote two weeks ago. So what, he, he wrote another one similar to, to that one? Yeah, I, Adam's saying he wrote he, one today. He unloaded on a lot of names. I but, just can't remember what they are uh, now. I remember that piece Brady a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Dame Lillard, man, that's the, that was the one that really stuck out to me. Like we talked about on that one pod, just because he had, you know, those positive tweets about the Heat and all that. And it was in a reply to somebody who's like, oh, Dame to the Heat or something like that. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. But that's obviously, you know, if something goes wrong with Portland, I feel like maybe something to watch for. But, I mean, honestly, I think we should talk more about the De'Aaron Fox situation, man. Somebody who we know is that close with Bam. Somebody who played in Kentucky with Bam. 
We did and a whole pod on it. What do you mean? I know. About like, it? No, 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 no. I'm not saying we haven't talked about it. I'm just saying if we're if, if we're going through the list right now, might as well go over the Fox situation again because I mean the when is when is the the extension supposed to happen? After next year, right? Or no, no, no. Is it coming up now? It could come up next week. Okay. 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 Just so I know what you know, so we have a time frame of when to watch for because. I mean, if he's gonna, they're gonna, he's gonna demand the same exact contract that uh, that that Tatum's probably gonna get, the whatever Mitchell got, and other guys uh, of that yeah. class. And yeah, exactly. And I think he's gonna ask for the full max, and he probably deserves it for getting them so close to the playoffs without a, you know, a Buddy Hield as the second best player. But <laughs> but you know uh, funny, we haven't talked about the Bam Max in a while. And he'd haven't either. No one has. You well, don't need to talk well, about it. Pat, Pat it's not, oh wait, Adam, what? I mean, it, no, no, you don't need to talk about it. It's it's whatever Bam wants. Right. Okay, that's, that's what I've always thought the same thing. I mean, Pat's I'm just saying that changes Pat's a lot answer, of things. Right? Pat's answer around it at his call. I mean, that's he, he really just that did, just changes really the question because a lot, it changes all of our conversations, right? If he if he goes if he signs that max this if summer, he signs that max. We're in the trade game. Yeah. I love the fact that we keep saying this summer. Because we're so used to it, right? Right. This shit is there happening is no in December, summer. by the way. I mean, literally, they're reporting December first. Okay, like December first, like less so, than a month. That's there dumb, will not be another like, in-season trade deadline, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Alf and I just did a whole pod about no fans, and now today they're talking about maybe putting fans in the boxes, uh, you know, in the suites at twenty-five to fifty percent capacity, so you'll have somebody there. So would uh, that just be like the the richest people? Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Trump, 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 Trump will get his season tickets back. Basically, is what's going to happen. So no, you this, can't watch from. You can't be there from jail. Well, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's let's wrap on this one a little bit. All right, so we've talked about Vucevic. We've talked about Aldridge. You mentioned the Jay Crowder situation. Um, right now, if you were to call it, this this comes in. Greg, free agency will start forty eight to seventy two hours. From I thought November they were going to do free agency time. before the draft. I thought that was. I've, I've always wanted that. That makes yeah, so much more sense. There wasn't time. That was the thing. Yeah, I don't it's think there was time. I don't understand what the I don't understand what the rush is. The Olympics, like the Olympics, aren't even going to happen. Anyway, that's my two cents. Well, well, they may not. All right, so let's let's wrap on this right here, uh, Adam. Since we haven't really asked you these these questions, your best guess: Giannis finishes the season in Milwaukee. <laughs> Alex just read the same comment I read. I didn't see it. Adrian, don't don't put it up. <laughs> sorry go ahead this, this is terrible for the podcast i'm sorry adam go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> he, he finishes the season with milwaukee yeah okay all right so he finishes the season with milwaukee so if that's the case then maybe miami does hang back a little bit but but it does sound to me like you think they're going to push forward I, I i think it's more likely that we see like i don't like this boxed in trap that people think they're in in terms of Jay Crowder and Goran with their cap holds and not really having cap space, because they do have cap space if they want it. Mm-hmm. You know, it like Iggy and, and Kelly, they're not untradeable. You know, like you have the Mavs who are reportedly shopping their pick. It takes one phone call to send Kelly back to the Mavericks. Like right. It's not and that's twelve million right there. So I mean, there is he, cap space. He's tall and white and foreign. So I mean, I mean there's there's a spot for about the Mavs and they wanted it the last time. I just can Canadian, we, does Canadian count as foreign? Not really. Actually, can we Canadian him, feels like my home country now. Can we convince him Iggy is white and foreign or no? He might. Right. Group, group economics? I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right. Uh, Alan, give us one more thing. Just something. Just I don't care what it is. Just give us something. All right. 
Can um, I ask a question? Yeah. No, just let him give us no, no, I'm trying to guess something. I'm trying to guess something out of him. <laughs> ask a question. So how about this? If I had to frame a question like this, if you had to bet one way or the other, would you bet on the Heat moving on a trade like that, on like the one that we've been talk, kind of talking about here where like Olenek and Andre Iguodala are involved or something like that? If you, Would you – if you had to pick yes or no, yes. what would be your bet? Okay. I there we go. Huh? That means they're going now, basically. Not, but not exactly. They no, don't it, have it, to be going now with the assets, with like uh, – it no, doesn't no, no, take I, I, much to get certain guys. Okay. No, I get it. Oh, no, I understand what you're saying. If it doesn't kill the flexibility, then then you're right. I mean well, – I, well, I wouldn't even say anything. All right, let me ask you this one, Adam, because this is for Alf. Christian Wood. They make a run at Christian Wood? They're yes, but no, they'll get it outbid easily. They'll get outbid because they're not going to give the years. Because I mean, right. we all know how good Christian Wood is. Like, we, we do been, now. You should. We've been following now. his career for years, <laughs> and we all know. You yeah. only needed to follow the last eight weeks. Okay? Well, you know what? It's yeah. fu- like Adam. I'm a, I, I want to. <laughs> I want to ask all you guys: Does the contract they gave Iggy make it just seem like it was always to be a, a piece to move? Like, yes. did it ever seem like they wanted to pay Iggy that money because he, they felt he deserved it? Or was it always about, okay, this is a, we, we will give him this contract because it'll be an expiring deal that we'll, we will be able to move for something bigger. I, I think it was a lot of optics about it too. The fact that it made Iggy look like a real winner and that he came out of his holdout like looking like a winner. Yeah. Um, so no but, about it. yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and not only that, but it, it means that trade was a steal in every virtually every way, because not only did you get two players who helped you get to the finals, you kept your 21 flexibility and you now end up with a chip in Iguodala um, that you can move to something else. I mean, that was a genius. I mean, looking back, it's like the fact that anybody had any issue with that trade. I mean, justice has to become a multi-time all-star to, feel badly about that trade basically that that's that's where i'm at with this one so there we are all right so thank you very one much. more thing i yes, got one go more ahead. thing oh, oh i mean if, you, if you're gonna tell it's us draft. It's for drew tomorrow i'll take it it's, go ahead. it's draft stuff but we'll, we'll talk about it more but i think it's more likely they draft or they move back than up i said privately that they might move up but looks more likely they'll move back do you think but, but, moving back would be for like to get like a couple Yes. Lesser yes. picks? Yes. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. I'm about to juice a little bit more out of this. No, we can talk about we're, it next week. We're doing a whole week of draft gonna, talk. All right, I've got a lot of names. The Boston Celtics. I honestly, no. and if we're oh, going to okay. talk draft, I don't care, and I'd like Look, to go. The Celtics. Right. The Celtics are drafting top five. Wait, 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 wait. There's new votes what? coming in from Philadelphia. The Celtics are drafting top five. Yeah, they're going to. No, move they're up. getting up there. They're going to. They're going to move up. Wow. No, I, no that, that's, I, that's pretty good. I've heard, I've heard that too. I've heard that too. Um, I'm going to have to make another list of Jimmy's friends because I know a lot of them, but I'm assuming that the others are are on that list. He's just going to populate the roster with his guys. Um, can, we make a, can we make a Does call? He take on, the discount. Ibaka, go ahead. Does he take? The, well, he's not going to take one year, is he? Why would he I'm take not, one year? I'm not his agent. I don't know. But why, but why would he? T- I don't understand why he would take one year in this market. If there's anybody who can get multi years, he's still productive. I, I mean, think I- he still might get one year from just at a really high number. What if the Warriors offer him like a two or three year mid level? I think it just makes too much sense. Bro, like yeah, if Ibaka really, on the Warriors, yeah, would he'd be great. Too. They've always needed. That's the player they've. That's that's the five they've always needed actually. But yeah, that'd be. I mean, be a great move for them. It would. The Warriors are going to be active as hell. People are disc- people have forgotten about them, but they are 
Bob Myers is not going to sit around. He, he, they're going to try to get back up in the top two or three in the West like this year. So I, I would. Ex- they're going to be very, very active. All right, you think Adam, they trade that pick? Yes. How about the you, whole, Adam? The whole, the, all the, you know, all the picks in the top five want to get traded. Nobody yeah. wants. Nobody. It's wants crazy, to right? Because like we, you, you're hearing it about Minnesota. You're hearing it about Charlotte trying to go higher for Wiseman. You're hearing it about the Warriors trading out to try to upgrade or. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's really Anytime, weird draft. This is like the 2013 draft, right? thing is, I don't believe a single report coming out. I, every year, I don't I don't believe anything. Two weeks prior to the draft, the only thing I believe is any high draft pick that basically gets, I don't know, shitted on um, in pre-draft <laughs> workouts, anything, because it's always the Knicks talking. It's always the Knicks trying to get them to come down. Yeah. So, Lamello, <laughs> it's it's the most obvious thing every Lamello. single year that you could get Lamello to fall to eight or nine or whatever. No, exactly. They, That's they, exactly they, what they're trying to do. They, 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 they did it to Steph. They did it to Steph. I remember that year. They were trying to get Steph to fall down to them, and they did, he didn't. So yeah, it's they, every they, year they've, they've this done is it. The thing, huh? They've done this it. Is, this is why I don't I, I don't pay attention to the draft. No, but this is why, huh? But, but there's yeah. gonna be even there's gonna be even also more... college basketball is god awful. Well, that too. But there, there's gonna be even more smoke screens this year because I mean, literally nobody saw the players play for the the season ended, and and now you you don't even have you didn't have the draft camp in Chicago, Portsmouth, all these other places where typically you know the agents are there, and every, the scouts are there, everybody's there. You didn't have any of that this year. It's just all guess. This whole thing is all guesswork this year. These teams are not going to want to be responsible for keeping players that they didn't they don't have enough tape on. I think they're I think all these teams are going to try to get rid of their damn picks. I, I really do. And particularly if this draft where there's a lot of guys I know Alex we were talking about and digging into it a little bit Greg, we're going to talk about it this week. There are a lot of guys around 20 or kind of the same you can kind of look at. There's there's no value in holding on to these picks. Drop down, take somebody else. I mean, it's trade out. We're in the sweet zone, you know, 14 around 22, you, you get high value out of some of these guys if you know what you're doing, which we'll talk about next week. Uh, you know, the yeah. Heat are better than the other guys or the other teams at drafting. And is that more valuable or is picking a guy more valuable? So we'll talk about that. It's funny that uh, you say that because for years that was not the case, but it is now. Right. Wayne Simeon would really like to be like, oh, yeah, let the Heat draft this guy first. So then I could know, like, <laughs> I no, can trust pick and then I'll trade for him. The thing is, you want to you want to think about it. Do you want to draft somebody who you can mold easily and therefore has more value to another team? Or do you want a win-now guy that it has more value to you as opposed right. to another team? So that's the question that you have to ask themselves. Yeah. Well, Pat did say the guys come in more ready than they ever did. But I, again, I think a lot of that smoke screen, I think he's trying to sell his pick. So we'll see what happens. He's got to make the pick and then, and then trade the pick. All right. Thanks for joining us again. Go to prizepicks.com, Use the code five F I V E or go to mybookie.ag and use the code five on the floor. Manscaped.com. The code is five RSN. And uh, we have a call here. We got more Arizona vote. young gifted in black. I'm two of those. Well, no, I'm one of those things. Either the podcast, we're going to be so confused here. You you say that. Adam's got the hat, baby. Adam's got the hat. I got more yeah. hats here. Nobody's come by and got any hats. This, I like that's, this hat better than the other hat. Alex, you just said, like, that's going to be hilarious. Uh, sorry, Manny. When you when you uh, Ethan south. just says young, gifted, and black on the podcast. I did. There you go. I don't think I, I, I don't know if we're posting. Is that even take on like a, a player from the draft? Like I don't. <laughs> you know what? You, you know what? You should just use that 
Alex, you could just use that like as a drop from now on. That's it. That's Whenever the Heat draft that player, except the Heat's going to draft black. The, the Heat will draft another white guy. So count. <laughs> I mean, with Tyler, you could you still oh. could have used it. I'm so glad you said it and not me. That's true. That's true. That's all right. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.